Southeast Radio's morning mix. Speaking of the, the joy of music, Oyster Lane Theatre Group have been entertaining Wexford audiences for almost 30 years and they're delighted to be back on the National Opera House stage for their production of The Producers. I'm joined by Brandon Cogley, who's the chairperson. Good morning to you, Brandon. How are you? How are you doing, Alan? And I'm joined by Stephen Acton, uh, award-winning director, who's directing this year's production. Congratulations on your recent success, Stephen, and good luck to you with this one. Um, thanks, Alan. Thank you. So, uh, first of all, and I mustn't forget Roisin Currid, who has playing the part of Ula in uh, the show as well, and she's on the line. She's in a different world at the moment. Good morning to Roisin. How are you? <laughs> morning, Alan. How's it going? That's grand. It's great. I'll, I'll come to you Good. first off, uh, Stephen. Uh, as director of the producers, this is Mel Brooks, and I'm a massive Mel Brooks fan. I saw this show done many moons ago by the Light Opera Society. It was absolutely brilliant. It's going to make people laugh. It's, people need a good laugh, and by God, this one will make your belly laugh. Um, yeah, there's no other way of putting it, really. Uh, I would be a huge Mel Brooks fan myself, too, yeah. Alan. Uh, he's a comedic genius really um, there's a lot of shows there's a lot of scripts that are written as comedies and we laugh at them and they're funny but I think this takes comedy to a whole new level really yeah. it does it's so clever so give us the storyline because uh, is it set pre-war pre-World War II like na- late 1950s oh, late, oh after the war <coughs> yeah, yeah late yeah, 1950s yeah. New York so it is it's about um, a Broadway producer who um, he's one of the worst Broadway producers and every show he he produces uh, turn out to be non-successful and and he takes on an accountant to try and sort out the books and his accountant comes up with an an idea that um, you know if you were to actually come up with a flop yeah. Um, the IRS wouldn't have any interest in it and you'd actually probably come out with more money in the end so the two of them set out to create the worst show in Broadway, on Broadway yeah. um, and the scheme continues so they set out to find the worst script yeah. ever written the worst director the worst cast make an absolute aims of this big spectacle that they put on Broadway the whole idea they're going to head off to Rio then on yeah. holidays however unfortunately it turns out to be a huge success and they <laughs> end up going to jail yeah. and while they're in jail they get the prisoners to yeah. create a musical right. and it keeps going and being Mel Brooks yeah, the, the yeah. comment I mean just to remind us Blazing Saddles instantly yeah. comes to mind doesn't it exactly um, yeah. yeah there's those these other movies too there's yeah. Young Frankenstein yeah. all those ones Yeah, Blazing Saddles I suppose yeah. is the is the kind but, 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 but this one the, the twist and the turns the characters in it then apart from like Max is, is the main one isn't so it Max Bialystok yeah is the main one and then the, the second um, his his second in command is Leo Bloom the accountant right. and okay. then you have Ula who's Roisin yeah. is online yeah. All right, we'll call it on to Ula in just a second. So, Brandon, staging a show like this in the National Opera House, it, it doesn't come cheaply. You, you have to have investment. Uh, and talk to me about the actual committee side of it and how, how it's going so far and, and getting geared up to put this on the stage. Yeah, well, so far, so good, Alan. Like, like you were saying, this is our second show now that we're putting on at the National Opera House, and we're delighted. It's one of the most prestigious and gorgeous venues in the country. But, uh, no, it is a hard task. I mean, this isn't your, your stand-and-sing kind of show whatsoever. It's such a big spectacle in terms of the technicals and the visuals like every every chorus member at least has about five or six different costume changes so it's it's a massive show in all mm. respects the set that we're getting hired in from the UK is going to be gorgeous it's going to be phenomenal I definitely think it's going to be one of the biggest shows that Oyster Lane has put on almost ever I'd say it's massive and do you manage to step away from the 
chairman's hat and get on the stage in this one. Uh, yes, yes. For a, for a, a few moments, yeah, throughout, I play different roles. I'm a policeman at one point. I'm a, I, I won't even get into it, Alan, but I'm at least six or seven different parts at right. some point, yeah. Yeah. And talk to me about the, the actual team behind the team here. So obviously, uh, in addition to Stephen, mm-hmm. there's a production team. That's right. There's a committee yeah. working hard. There's a fundraising committee. Mm-hmm. I don't mind you giving them some, some of them a mention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you better mention them generally because if you're like me, you'll probably forget some names. Oh, no, that's it, no. But I know we have Stephen here who we're delighted to have on board this year as our director. And we have uh, Patrick Clancy in our musical director's role again, as he has done since 1994. And Johnny Smith is back on board with us as choreographer. Right. But like you said, we have such a, just a massive creative team. We have right. people like on costumes, hair, makeup, yeah. you know, uh, backstage. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, uh, Roisin has been waiting patiently to talk to us. So, Roisin, talk to me a little <laughs> bit about the character of Ula and how she comes into play within the show itself. So Ula um, comes into Max's, Max and Leo's life. She comes into the office and I think straight away she kind of makes an impression. <laughs> um, so she's Swedish, so her English probably wouldn't be the best. Um, and she kind of brings in a bit of comic relief as well. Um, and so Max and Leo become kind of infatuated with her a little bit. Um, and she's like her. The role is just so iconic, and it's brilliant. And I'm very lucky to be playing it among such a talented cast as well. Yeah. Um, and she kind of, yeah, she comes in and out, but she's mainly she kind of pops in very first at the near near the end of Act One. Right. So um, yes. yeah, I'll leave that there. <laughs> so you enjoyed. There's some very quirky characters, and well, and come back to Stephen in just a second. But I'm just thinking, Roisin, with a name like Current, yeah. uh, Brandon is the current chair of Lane. Your father-in-law was the former chair, Greg Current, and of course, do, right. do you and your partner, you're, you're, you must serenade each other every morning. Do you book it up and sing to each we other? We do. <laughs> well, so my, yeah, my husband is Chris Current. I'm sure he's very well known. Um, yeah. Fantastic singer, performer, everything. Um, but yeah, it's like it's like the von Trapps in our house because our two children as well are into the arts, which they have no choice. Can you, can <laughs> um, so you answer one question for me? How many times has Chris played Jesus in, in Jesus Christ Superstar? Well, he's only played Jesus once, but he's played Judas about five times. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, so okay. unfortunately he's never off that. He's so, never away from that so, role. So, so one final question. I won't play too much into your private lives or anything, but just one final question. Do you yeah. morph into the character? So is Chris at the moment dealing with Ula or is he dealing with Roisin when you come home? Well, unfortunately, he's probably dealing with Ula more so because <laughs> I'm constantly trying to practice my dancing. <laughs> All right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I'm sure it helps that both of you love theatre, does it? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely, yeah. No, it's a lot of fun. And, you know, yeah. we work in theatre as our full-time jobs as well. So right. um, we both understand the hectic schedule that comes with it, yeah. doing the show, whether yeah. you're on stage or off stage. Yeah. So sometimes we're passing ships and sometimes we get to work together, which is fantastic. Okay. But um, so, it's so, a great yeah. support system. So there. I take it you teach drama then? Is that what you do? I do, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah both of us, we kind of teach this. The oh. drama and the singing, and okay. then I go into the dancing as well. So yep. it's all it's all the time, which is great. Uh, Brandon is a typical chairman. He's looking at the clock ticking, and he's saying he hasn't asked me to mention how he could book tickets yet. So I know Brandon very well. So I let you go there, Roisin. Good luck to you. Do you want to say good Perfect. luck to your lads, by the way? Yeah. Thanks. Oh, that's great. Thank you so much. What time is she have to be at rehearsal tonight, uh, Stephen? <laughs> yes, see you later. <laughs> you better not be late. Okay. Oh, I probably won't be there, but I love you, guys. <laughs> good luck to you. Right, that was uh, Roisin Kerr there playing Ula. All right, Brandon. The clock ticks. 
How can yeah. people book tickets for this? Um, so you can go on to the National Opera House website um, or you can phone up the box office or just call into the Opera House themselves to get the tickets from the box office. Um, we're running from just un- in under two weeks' time. We're opening on Tuesday the 28th of November until Friday the 1st of December. We're only actually on for the four nights. So absolutely get your tickets while you can. Yeah. So And again, just like Stephen is involved in so many organisations and theatre groups and he's talked about what his plan is, mm. you, you're, you're actually active. You're, you're a teacher in the presentation secondary school in Wexford yeah, and you're right. bringing your love of theatre to the school as well because you actually I think it's wonderful because mm. I'm currently working with Loretto and St Peter's on the music man and to mm-hmm. see the young talent emerging and, and how enthusiastic they are and the, mm-hmm. and the school principals embracing it and the teachers it's yeah. a joy because you have to encourage them young don't you Brandon yeah, and what are you sure. doing in the presentation next year um, so ourselves in the presentation in the CBS school we're actually doing um, Aladdin the Broadway musical um, we're hoping to put on in April 2024 yeah. We did Beauty and the Beast with the CBS last year, and it was the first time we've done a musical between the two schools now in almost over ten years. Yeah. Um, so it's fantastic to see the, the okay. two schools coming together and working, and like you said, the principals and all the teachers. Etc. What do you teach in the schools? Uh, history and English are my history two subjects. Yeah. Right. Okay. No wonder that uh, Michael Collins is one of his favourite musicals. Yeah, is that right? Exactly. All right. We started with you, Mr. Uh, director. We finished with you. As we wish you the very best of luck. Thanks. If you want to mention some of the the other characters within it, in the show, uh, just so that they they welcome you nicely to the rehearsals yeah. tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't yeah. mention me! I know, yeah, yeah. be careful, don't you, you know yourself. I know um, the story, yeah. I, uh, no, just, we have, we have a fantastic frontline and ensemble across the whole board, we do. Um, I, I can't wait for people to be able to see what they've created. Uh, yep, yeah, I, I mentioned Max and Leo, they're both played by Paudie Breen and Connor Lyons and Ulla, you spoke to Ulla's Roisin Corrid. Yeah. Um, we have another character called Franz Liebkin, he's played by Ronan P. Byrne. Well, um, we've got Roger, the legendary the, Ronan the, Yeah, P. there's only one of them, isn't there? He uh-huh. seems to be everywhere, though. <laughs> and then we have Roger Debris, who's played by Kevin Reed. Yeah. Um, from, and then we have Carmen Gia, played by Michael Cruz. Yeah. Um, one of the um, stalwarts of the society, Magella Laundre, is playing Hold Me, Touch Me. And then we've got the stormtrooper, the lead stormtrooper played by the wonderful Daniel Furlong. And, and along with that, there are a vast uh, array of featured okay. cameo roles. Wish you the very best look, Brandon. Thank you. Quick plug. I've got 10 seconds. I've got 20 seconds, actually. You have that to get the box office out there again. Where is right. it? Right. Go on to nationalopperhouse.ie, call into the box office, ring them up, ticket start, 22 euro, Alan. Uh, we have group rates available, yep. discounts, uh, Tuesday the 28th November until Friday the 1st of December, four nights right. only. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Southeast.